Health and wellness benefits are an important part of an employee's total compensation. They are also constantly evolving in a competitive job market and rapidly changing healthcare environment. From October 22nd through November 9th, employees can review their insurance-related benefits options and make changes as part of OHSU's annual open enrollment. It's Tuesday, October 23rd, and this is OHSU Week. I'm Patrick Holmes. Lisa Carter sat down with Abby Clifton, Benefits Manager, to talk about employee benefits for 2019. In this first of a two-part series, they focus on cost-sharing, the purpose of OHSU's benefits contribution, and what makes OHSU a leader in providing affordable benefits despite rising costs. Abby, welcome back to OHSU Week. Well, thank you very much. I'm excited to be here again. And let's start by, uh, why don't you remind everyone your role here at OHSU and what that entails. So I am the benefits manager here at OHSU. So that means that all of the medical plans, vision, dental, life, disability, and a couple of new plans that we are rolling out are administered by my team. Excellent. So it's that time of year again. Yep. Open enrollment uh, for employee benefits began yesterday, October 22nd, and will continue through Friday, November 9. So employees have until the 9th to make any changes. Um, tell us, to begin, what are some of the new benefits options that are being introduced this year? We have several new plans that we're rolling out. So the first one is the high deductible with HSA. So this is a brand new medical plan that does operate a little bit differently than the OHSU PPO and the regional medical home. And with that, we are going to be offering a health savings account. So it's a brand new spending account that gets paired with the high deductible. We're also going to add in a limited purpose flexible spending account, which is another very different functioning plan than what you're used to with your flexible spending account. There's going to be hospital indemnity and critical illness. We also have several new vendors that we're going to be partnering with. First of all, we have the OHSU PBM, which is going to be processing all of the pharmacy claims starting on January 1st of 2019. This means that everybody is going to be getting a brand new medical card, so look out for that in December. Please make sure that your address is updated in Oracle so that you can get all the information that you need. When you go to get your first prescription of 2019, please make sure that you present your brand new card. We're also going to be partnering with Discovery Benefits for our flexible spending accounts and our health savings accounts. This is different than our current vendor, and I think that everybody is going to enjoy the change in some of the extras that come along with Discovery Benefits. We also have a brand new partnership with MetLife, and they're the ones who are going to be offering hospital indemnity and critical illness. Excellent. Well, that is quite a menu. I want to talk about those new benefits uh, in more detail later, but first let me ask you about one of the significant changes this year. OHSU has traditionally covered 100% of the cost of employee-only coverage for certain plan selections. This year, unclassified employees will be sharing in the cost of that coverage. Why is that changing this year? So we consider the core or default coverage to be the OHSU PPO, Delta Dental, and Core Vision. We've been covering 100% of the cost for the employee-only level of these core benefits for full-time employees. However, when we look at the current market for talent, few employers are paying the full cost of the premium for employee-only coverage. 
As healthcare costs continue to rise, OHSU must annually evaluate how are we going to share these increases between OHSU and the employees. And this year, we did choose to add a 5% cost sharing for employee-only core coverage for unclassified employees. Continuing to subsidize this coverage at 100% would have meant increased costs elsewhere, which would have affected more employees. So you mentioned the increased costs and needing to look at how those could be cost shared among employees. So why not spread those increases more evenly across all levels of coverage? So OHSU is spreading the increase evenly across all levels of coverage. The rates for the family tiers of the plan are determined based on the utilization within each tier. So if you take a full-time employee, OHSU is going to cover 88% of the cost of those that select a family tier of coverage within those core plans. So every year as plan costs increase and the total premium increases, you're going to see that kind of increase affect those family tiers. So this year, there's a 5.9% increase to those family tiers of coverage. The 5% cost sharing that unclassified employees who select the employee-only coverage are seeing is not a 5% increase into the total premium. This is employees are now paying for 5% of that cost. OHSU is still covering 95% of that. Just like with the family tier of coverage, OHSU is paying for 88% of the cost as somebody that selects a family tier of those core benefits. So when we look at uh, premium costs, there's sort of two components. There's the full premium that is charged, and then there's the OHSU benefit dollars or OHSU's contribution to benefits. The question has come up, why is OHSU's contribution of benefits dollars so much higher for employees who cover their families? Can you speak to that? So this is simply how insurance works. The OHSU offers competitive benefits for employee only and for family coverage in order to compete and to retain talent. The benefit dollars are intended to pay for the plan. So the benefit that we're offering is really health insurance coverage for an employee and their family. It's not dollars equivalent to the value of that. Yeah, and I I think that's an important point. I know when you look at the table of benefits contribution, um, you know, an employee only or an employee who's covering just themselves, that amount is, you know, just over 600. If you look at the family coverage, the amount is nearly 1600. But what you're saying is, it's not as though that's extra cash in your paycheck. That's the amount that is offsetting the cost of the premium, which is proportionately higher for families than it is for employee-only coverage. That is correct. And related to those uh, benefits dollars, there is also an amount given to employees who opt out of benefits, uh, a very small benefits contribution. What is this for if they're not purchasing benefits? Not all employers offer an opt-out bonus, but for those who do, kind of like OHSU, then the opt-out contribution is seen as a payment to assist in covering the cost of benefits that the employee should be receiving elsewhere. Because remember, if you're going to opt out of our coverage, you are certifying that you have coverage through another source. So in the opt-out bonus can also be used to help pay for dental insurance, vision insurance, or disability, life insurance, or any of the supplemental plans that we offer. 
So the large amount of benefits contribution to employees who do not opt out, it sounds like, is really intended to cover the bulk of the medical coverage premium. Yes, that is correct. If employees are opting out of benefits, then doesn't that save the plan money? That is very hard to say. So you could have an employee who is paying into the plan but then has no claims experience throughout the year. On the other hand, you could have an employee that has millions of dollars of health expenses throughout the year. So I think it's difficult to say that just because somebody is not participating in our plan that they are necessarily saving us money. So we've talked a lot about costs rising and that being a driving factor in these changes to employees, cost share, et cetera. Why do the costs continue to rise? Are we as an employee population just getting sicker or what is really the driving factor? We can't really say whether or not our employers are getting sicker just based off of our increased costs. So we expect health insurance costs to rise every year. Medical inflation is very different than the consumer price index that you see, and it historically has been higher than the CPI. In the past few years, nationwide, we have seen a gradual leveling out of medical inflation for self-insured health plans like ours is. So our annual year-over-year increase is just under 6%, which is really better than the national average, which was 7%. So we have often said that OHSU really leads the market in terms of providing affordable employee benefits. With these increases in monthly premiums and other increases that we're seeing, what makes OHSU still a leader in the market? Every year we compare ourselves to other employers in the Portland area, other employers in the Pacific Northwest, and across the nation. We will break down the data versus all employers and then just healthcare employers. So what we know is that the national average for a PPO deductible is $550 per person. In 2019, ours is going to be $350 per person. So that is significantly better than what the national average is. So we also know that it's common for employers to cover between 70 to 80% of the cost of premiums. So if you're a classified employee, OHSU is paying 100% of the cost for employee-only coverage. If you are unclassified, OHSU is paying 95% of the cost for employee-only coverage. And then for everybody on the family tiers for full-time employees, OHSU is paying for 88% of the cost. And what were the national averages? The national average is between 70 and 80% of the cost. I guess that makes us a leader. Yes. So you have some upcoming benefits fairs. I think one starts this week. Tell us about those. Yes, so we are gonna have three benefit fairs just like we have in all past years. There is a slight change to the format this year. The first one is on Thursday, October 25th, and that one's gonna be at Markham Hill in the OHSU Auditorium, which is a little bit bigger space than what we have had previously in the BIC. It's gonna be from 7 a.m. until noon this year. And if you wanna get your biometric screening for the SPARC program, there will be people there who can do that for you. Then our other benefit fairs are gonna be on Wednesday, October 31st. That one's gonna be at West Campus. That's gonna be from 8.30 to 12.30. And then Wednesday, November 7th, down at Market Square in room 902. That is 7 a.m. to noon. You can also get your biometric screening at both of those. And what else could people expect to find at the benefits fairs? We will have 
a lot of our vendors present. So you can go and ask them direct questions about their plans and their services. There's also going to be a couple of partners that provide discounts that are there. It's just a good place to come and learn more about what is being offered. You can also meet the benefit staff face-to-face, and we will be happy to answer any questions that you have. Join us next week to hear the rest of Lisa and Abby's conversation on what's new for 2018 benefits. OHSU Week is a production of Strategic Communications. This episode was produced by Lisa Carter and edited by Josh Anderson. I'm Patrick Holmes. See you next week.